It's Lakers Talk with Alan Sliwa. Lakers Talk is on the air on 710 ESPN. Lakers fans, you're not winning a championship if Anthony Davis is not on this team. It's It's not not going to happen. He's one of the best two-way players in the NBA and one of the best big men in the NBA. That, in my opinion, is a better way to describe how good he is and how great Anthony Davis is. From the home of the 17-time world champion Lakers at LA Live. I am not on that camp of we should trade away Anthony Davis to go get Damian Lillard. I'm not. not, not, not. Lakers Talk talk is is on. on. Here's Alan Sliwa. What is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. Go till 9 o'clock tonight. Brad Turner from the LA Times, as wired as it gets around Los Angeles Lakers, he'll come on in the 8 o'clock hour. We got a lot to get into. I don't even know which player to start off with. Every time I start preparing to kind of give some context and to give some background on a specific player, all of a sudden it's uh, becoming old news. All right, let's. Uh, we're going to go through all the players. Actually, this is the way I want to start out the show. So to start off the show, um, there have been a lot of players rumored around the Los Angeles Lakers over these last couple of weeks, really even before the NBA Finals finished off with the Bucks and the Suns. You started hearing about a lot of these different players. So I'm going to kind of go through them. A little, little bit of a breakdown here. Of what players make the uh, what player would make the most sense? What would be the best fit? Who's most realistic? The latest from what we heard today as well, on top of some of the other storylines that we got over the last couple of days. Let me also say this: I'm going to focus more on. Um, I'm going to spend some more time focusing on guys that I think are realistic. Number one and number two. Um, Sources like the Adrian Wojnarowski's, the Mark Steins, the Mark Spears, the Sham Sharani. I'm pay t- attention more to those um, those specific reporters because of obviously the work that they do and everything else in their relationship. So um, I know there's plenty of rumors around there. Mine will be a little bit more focused on what I think is realistic. Okay, let's start off with this. Now, all of a sudden, today, the conversation started about DeMar DeRozan. And DeMar DeRozan was not one of those players. um, I want to kind of put this the right way. He's been mentioned, been mentioned on this show, been mentioned a lot from Laker fans, mentioned a lot. I know I'll get tweets about it. I'll get calls on it. Hey, Alan, what about DeMar DeRozan? I think this guy would be a good fit. He'd be the perfect third star on this Lakers team. The problem, I think, you know, comes up with guys like DeMar is, well, how are you going to make it work? How are you going to make the money work? So I, I want to give a couple here, um, read off a couple from a couple different sources. Uh, part of this made the rounds today as well. So first of all, Brad Turner from the LA Times um, earlier said, DeMar DeRozan, who starred at Compton High in USC, has interest in returning home to play for the Lakers, even if it's less for less than the $27.7 million he earned last season in San Antonio, according to people not authorized to speak publicly on this matter. Um, and then Shannon Sharp, as part of uh, Fox, also does a podcast, Club Shay Shay. Uh, there's there's a, a bunch of quotes that are coming. He interviewed DeMar DeRozan, and there are a bunch of quotes that really kind of make you think here for a second. Wait a minute here. Was a, is a player like DeMar DeRozan 
a real possibility for the Los Angeles Lakers? Would they have the capability of grabbing DeMar DeRozan? I'm going to read off a, a couple quotes here from uh, from this podcast because I do think it's incredibly interesting. And I'm going to go through a couple different players. Yesterday there was a report about Buddy Heald. We'll do Buddy Heald. But let's start off with DeMar DeRozan. On uh, Shannon Sharp's podcast, he said, you love to have the opportunity to play at home, especially if they want you. Why not? I think it would work between me, LeBron, and AD. We're smart basketball players. He didn't actually say between me, LeBron, and AD. He said, I think it would work. We're smart basketball players, and it's all about coming together. He made some references to look what Brooklyn's doing with their trio over there. Um, DeMar DeRozan had some very, very interesting quotes that if you're a Laker fan out there, it, it most certainly raises some eyebrows. And I, I look at DeMar, who... This would be his 13th season in the NBA, um, is obviously looking for an opportunity to win an NBA championship. Read off one more quote that he has here. You can't ask a kid if they want to play at home, and they'll say no. At some point, you will definitely want to have the opportunity, especially if they want you. Why not? It's a great opportunity. Okay. Um, By the way, Shannon Sharp, it's no... People know this. He's obviously a Los Angeles Laker fan. So I think part of his questions, too, are angling towards the Lakers, trying to see if there was, hey, is there something there? DeMar DeRozan didn't say anything that I heard that would tell me that things are going to come down to just finances. 13 years in the NBA. This would be his 13th season. Your priorities change a little bit. And I think somebody you know like DeMar, who has the ties here in Los Angeles, who made it sound like you know you're trying to weigh – not just the money part, but you're also trying to weigh the opportunity that's in front of you. DeMar's thinking different than he's than he did at age 31 than he was at age 25, right? It's completely different. And I don't fault those in the NBA who their top priority is the dollars. I really don't fault them. Um, you know, it's a business. Uh, the front office is going to do what's in their best interest in a heartbeat. And, and when players do what's in their best interest, I get it and I understand it. But when you find somebody unique like DeMar DeRozan, who, by the way, is coming off a contract that was just under $140 million, a five-year deal that he had as part of the Toronto and then got traded to the, uh, obviously to the San Antonio Spurs. Um, this is one of the better free agents that are available. Uh, and you know I, I don't say that lightly either because as I get through some of the other players, DeMar DeRozan, last season with the San Antonio Spurs, 21 points a game. Just under seven assists, six point nine assists, and four rebounds. Shot just under fifty percent from the field, eighty-eight percent from the free throw line. Now, what he's not is he's not a three-point shooter. He's that mid-range guy, kind of similar to. Let me use as an example. Yeah, you could you could maybe make reference to how Chris Middleton plays that um, inside the three-point line. That kind of a player. But Demar Derozan's a baller, and if Demar Derozan um, if he found a way to come to the Los Angeles Lakers, now there's different ways that he can come here. Number one, he could sign for the minimum, which is I think five and a half million. Um, he can sign for the mid-level exception, which then puts hard caps to Lakers, but I think that's around $10 million. Might get a little bit more complicated from there. And then I heard earlier today on the jump, I heard Bobby Marks, front office insider for ESPN, say it could be some type of a sign and trade deal so that 
Um, he can get more money from the Los Angeles Lakers, and maybe the San Antonio Spurs would be interested in that only because they know he's leaving, he's not resigning with the Spurs, and they could go get a couple assets or another player that they could you know, eventually build with or, or use in some other kind of trade or something along those lines. So there's a few avenues for a guy like DeMar DeRozan to come to the Lakers. Okay, let me, uh, let me, let me kind of say this. This is where I hesitate a little bit with DeMar. It's got nothing to do with his play. It's got nothing to do with what I think he could do for the Lakers. I actually, I cannot tell you. There, there's two names I've thrown around when we started the conversation, but it doesn't mean that I know how they're going to you know, get to the Lakers. Uh, Kyle Lowry, I've talked a lot about. DeMar DeRozan, it's an, another name that I'm you know, kind of thinking in my head. If that's the third best player on your team and you're trying to go up against the Brooklyn Nets or some of these other teams in the NBA, um, you would think that that would be a fantastic fit for the Lakers. And what could be the angle for the Los Angeles Lakers is very simple. If DeMar DeRozan wants to be a Los Angeles Laker, he's willing to take some type of a pay cut or he's willing to work with the Lakers front office to make it work, um, that's obviously a big, big advantage. I also did hear Mark Spears say again on the jump with Rachel Nichols, uh, Bobby Marks was on there as well, this was earlier today, that you should throw the Clippers in that mix, that that would be another team that's interested in them. My, when I say my hesitation with DeMar, this is what I'm referring to. Sometimes you have to see it to believe it. And what I'm referring to there is DeMar's a good player. The guy is, he can get a solid contract in the NBA if, um, if it's about the money. So what I'm referring to there is the New York Knicks have got, got a lot of cap space. They'd love to have him on his team. The Chicago Bulls got a good amount of cap space. They'd love to have him. I'm sure there's other contenders out there, the Miami Heat. Maybe there's other contenders out there that will also try to do some type of a sign and trade and accomplish what DeMar DeRozan is looking, which is, yes, money is important, but it's not everything. I've made a lot of money in my career, but I want to compete for an NBA championship. The Obviously, the advantage, like I mentioned, would be just simply put, the Lakers, him having interest of playing with the Lakers and he wants to come back home and this is the organization that he grew up cheering for. We know how big of a Kobe fan he was, as many players in the league are, but DeMar DeRozan, you could add that to the list. Um, that would be uh, that'd be an a, amazing accomplishment for the Lakers. And I, like I said, my hesitation would be this. If Kyle Lowry is going to go out there and try and get 25 to $30 million a year, if... Lonzo Ball could potentially get $100 million this offseason. If Dennis Schroeder is looking for $100 million this offseason, I'm just naming off players that I know are available. Chris Paul, we know you know he's going to get some good money as well. DeMar would potentially have to leave a lot of money on the table. So um, it gets me excited about DeMar DeRozan. It gets me excited about what kind of a fit that would be with the Los Angeles Lakers. My pause and hesitation would be, Teams, if teams know there's a shot at DeMar DeRozan, and it's obviously going to take um, being on a competitive franchise as a chance to win a championship, but, oh, we can find a way to offer you more money, there's going to be some competition there. But if DeMar is, um, if he's hell-bent on playing for the Los Angeles Lakers, what an unbelievable advantage that would be for the Lake Show. And by the way, um, free agency starts one week from today. You got the NBA draft coming up on Thursday, so there'll probably be some moving and shaking go around. We already got an NBA deal that went down earlier today between Memphis and the Pelicans. So a lot of moving parts. When we come back, I got a 
look at some of these other players because Sham Sharania was reporting yesterday about Buddy Hill to the Lakers, including uh, Kyle Kuzma, those kind of talks. Um, we're going to spend some time on that. We're going to spend some time on all the other names that have been associated with the Lakers, what we think is realistic, what we think is uh, probably – uh, not a good fit. Last week there was Russell Westbrook conversation. We're going to do all that coming up next. I'm going to throw out the phone number to Laker fans, 877-710-ESPN. What do you think of this chatter around DeMar DeRozan? How do you think he would fit with the Los Angeles Lakers? Also, if there's another name that you think would be a better fit, other tie-ins that you don't want to see with the Lake Show, all that coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN LA. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Some great music. I, I hate interrupting good music. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. 877-710-ESPN. We're talking about some of these free agents that so much chatter around the Los Angeles Lakers. What's realistic? What's not realistic? The comments DeMar DeRozan made earlier today. Um, with uh, Shannon Sharp. I'm going to take some of your phone calls here in just a little bit. I want to get through a couple more players first, and then we could start the chatter and uh, have that conversation with everybody. Um, So just a couple timelines here to pay attention to. NBA draft coming up this Thursday. Lakers have the number 22 pick in the draft. What the Lakers do with with that draft pick, we'll have to wait and see. Um, You know, obviously... uh, the position that the Lakers are in, I don't have to keep, I don't have to keep going over this because I know I've done it already so many times with Laker fans. I'm under the mindset of, you go all in, you got about a good two-year window left with LeBron and Anthony Davis together. It's my opinion. LeBron has continued to prove that whatever timeline you give him, whatever window that you give him, it's irrelevant. But that's just looking at LeBron's contract. We we'll see what happens after that. Um, this is the year. This this is such such an important offseason for the Lakers because teams have got better since the Lakers won that championship. Lakers, we know, obviously, no margin for error last season. You end up getting injured. Okay, the, the, the season was over. You know what? It just wasn't meant to be. But this offseason, I think you could learn from some of your mistakes or learn from some of your acquisitions. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the Lakers trying to go out there and get some vets. I really am. And, it, it, you know, it gets me excited about that draft or about DeMar DeRozan um, listening to that interview. DeMar has made some good money in his career, just came off a $138 million contract, I think it was, between Toronto and the San Antonio Spurs and said that money won't be the priority, um, that competing for a championship referenced what it would be like playing in L.A., There'll be some competition for him, but let's see what DeMar DeRozan decides to do. Uh, but you got to feel pretty good about that if, if he found a way to work his way with a lo- uh, to the Los Angeles Lakers. However that is, I mentioned there's different scenarios that it can come come down to. Maybe it is a sign-and-trade, but it could be other scenarios as well, just taking um, less money to come play for the Lakers. Okay, 
Yesterday, there was also an article that came out. Sham Sharania of The Athletic was reporting on this one. Um, the conversation was about Buddy Heald and a potential deal that there's some interest between the Los Angeles Lakers and the Sacramento Kings, Buddy Heald, Kyle Kuzma. That was kind of the basis of it. And it's interesting because I talked about this very briefly this morning with Travis. Travis and I would do our show from 9 to 11 a.m. And we just basically kind of said like, well, yeah, it's a it's a no-brainer. Uh, if the Lakers can find a way to do that, if you can go get Buddy Heald, it's a, it's a perfect player for the Lakers. Um, he's a, a guy that's going to spread the floor with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. He's a catch-and-shoot guy. Can't really find a negative to having Buddy Heald on this Lakers team. But the question I was really proposing to Travis was, well, why would they do it? Let me read, actually, Sham Sharani of The Athletic. This is what he reported. said, the Lakers and Sacramento Kings have discussed a deal centered on guard Buddy Hill, sources held The Athletic. Lakers forward Kyle Kuzma would be involved in a potential package per sources. The Lakers have received interest from several teams regarding Kuzma. Um, so I, I was kind of trying to think here, and I'm like, all right, well, for the Lakers, I felt like it's a no-brainer. Why would the Sacramento Kings be interested in a deal like this? What would be of interest from the Sacramento Kings? Um, and maybe it's not just Kyle Kuzma. Maybe it has to be Kuzma and KCP. Maybe it's Kuzma and Teach. I'm just throwing out, but Kuzma was what Shams reported. So Jason Jones of The Athletic, he covers the Sacramento Kings for The Athletic. He put out an article basically saying why the Sacramento Kings would be interested in that type of a deal. Now, the reason why I wanted to go read something from the Sacramento Kings, somebody that covers the Kings, he's going to have a much better pulse than I am. I could only look at it from a Lakers perspective. So one of the he listed out a couple of reasons. One of the reasons that he listed was it would give Tyrese Halliburton more playing time. Tyrese, for the most part, came off the bench for the Sacramento Kings. Um, I remember during the Lakers uh, during the Lakers season. That name kept coming up, Tyrese Halliburton, Tyrese Halliburton. Then we got a chance to see him. Lakers versus Kings, he was fantastic. I always heard John and Michael during a game talking about the upside that this kid has. So what it would do is potentially free up Tyrese Halliburton to get a lot more playing time. He's a second-year player. Um, Kings would then also be banking on Kyle Kuzma, uh, similar to what he had in that. Remember that 2018-2019 season for the Lakers? Almost averaged 19 points. Luke Walton was a head coach. He's the coach now, obviously, for the Sacramento Kings. The Kings would be banking on the reason why Kyle Kuzma statistically keeps going down year after year is not because Kyle Kuzma is not talented, not because he doesn't have potential, but it's because he's on a team that's trying to win an NBA championship. He eats last. Uh, the guy nobody's going to run plays for Kyle Kuzma. They're asking him to be a rebounder slash defender, where that's not really his strengths. Even though you appreciate that he's trying to become more of that type of player, so the the report basically was saying that. Um, it would free up time for Tyrese Halliburton. Kyle Kuzma would actually be a fantastic fit on the Sacramento Kings. They could, they need more wing players. They need more size. They need a guy that would be willing to. They'd be willing to roll a dice on a young player who can play a bigger role. So maybe, just maybe, there are some real legs to it. But I thought the perspective of the Sacramento Kings, I, I thought, was of interest. Ultimately, through all of this. Um, that's uh, another potential move that the Lakers, at least are, uh, there's reporting out there that the Lakers could be interested in. So, so far, you got what you feel like are some legitimate legs on DeMar DeRozan. 
um, some things that you think might make sense for both the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers on Buddy Heald. Last week, I spent some time on what LeBron James, Anthony De- uh, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook, what would that trio look like? That was another conversation that came up from last week. I think after that, your chances of some of these other players probably start diminishing. Uh, as much as I'd love to see Kyle Lowry on the Los Angeles Lakers, and this was uh, another another report from Shams Rani, the 76ers, Lakers, Mavericks, Pelicans, under Heat are expected to be top suitors for free agent guard Kyle Lowry. The problem is for the Lakers, how do you make that money work? How do you make it work? Is there a deal to be done? Dennis Schroeder have to deal, would have to um, agree to a sign-and-trade on a specific team as well. Um, Kyle Lowry's 35 years old, and he's going to be looking for some money. So it's not like Kyle Lowry is taking a, an approach. He's got an NBA championship, something that DeMar DeRozan doesn't have. Um, you know, He was fortunate enough to stay with Toronto and continue to compete for a championship and got one with Kawhi Leonard. And, you know, I think for him at this age, if I can get one more payday, he's going to go try to get that payday. So that one might be a little bit more tougher. That one might be tougher for the Lakers. Um, the Chris Paul, Chris Paul part of a conversation, he has a $44 million player option uh, this summer. And I, I think as much as he's friends with LeBron James, as much as we'd all love to see Chris Paul come play for the Los Angeles Lakers, um, I don't know how those dollars are going to work. So there are players that I think are less realistic than others. I, I think for the Los Angeles Lakers, the one thing I kind of walk away with in this entire conversation, the player that sounds less and less that I'm hearing uh, about is we're hearing about all these different players. I'm hearing less and less about Dennis Schroeder. Um and, and this is, I, I know Woj said it yesterday that he, he said that, look, with Dennis Schroeder, don't forget, he was coming off of COVID-19 and, um, you know, he had two different stints with the Lakers this past season where he had COVID, but had it right before the playoffs, really kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe, I don't know if making excuses is the right word, but Woj was trying to report um, that it's not crazy if he comes back to the Lakers, but to be honest with you, that feels like the first time I've heard anything about Schroeder back to the Lakers. All I've heard is about other players, sign and trade. Dennis Schroeder, you want to go make $100 million or 120 or whatever the case. You think you're worth this much. Let it go be somewhere else. So I, I think the the thought process of having Dennis Schroeder come back in my opinion, has become less and less over the last uh, over the last uh, couple of weeks for me. We'll see how things play out. Your phone call's coming up next. Lake fans, I'll make it simple. What do you think of the fit with DeMar DeRozan, the fit of Russell Westbrook, the fit of Buddy Heald? Go through any of these players that you think is realistic that you'd love to see on the Lakers and give me some of your reasons why. And then also some players that you, uh, you think would be a terrible fit for the Lakers and would not help their chances of winning championship number 18. Your phone call is coming up next, 877-710-ESPN. This is Lakers Talk on ESPN LA. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
one week from today, NBA free agency will start. Lakers, by the way, Thursday's a big day. You kind of hear that. Woj and Zach Lowe had a podcast yesterday, and they were talking about how um, a lot of these moves, if you can make a move by the NBA draft, that's common as well because if you're trading draft picks, then teams can go make those picks as well. There's, It doesn't have to be you know, from a trade perspective – um, it doesn't have to be on free agency or guys signing, whatever the case is. A lot can happen by Thursday as well. So we'll see how things uh, shape up here. I do want to take some phone calls. If you guys want to be a part of Lakers Talk, 877-710-ESPN. If you're driving around on this beautiful Monday evening around Southern California or listening on the podcast and you want to give your thoughts on who you think would be a perfect fit for the Lakers, what player you're hoping to be on this team, and what player you think the Lakers should stay away from. You could do that, 877-710-ESPN. Let's start off with Steve in La Habra. Steve, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? going on? Um, love the show as always. Hey, I think Russell Westbrook would make a great fit for the team. I think more like a, a Rick Fox kind of hybrid. He's not going to need to score, but Russell Westbrook, there's a lot of things that other that the Lakers need. He will rebound, he will get assists, and he'll just get um, easy Bucket scores. I mean, he's, yes, he has flaws in shooting, but when it comes to doing all the other things, you know, like a Rick Fox did, you know, uh, I think uh, Russell Westbrook would be be a great fit for the Lakers, and including getting a just a pure shooter to um, you know to, to hit those three pointers. But as you saw in this last championship, you don't need three pointers to win championships. You know, you, you get a bunch of two pointers; they're worth a lot more than three pointers from the outside. Steve, appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. By the way, um, that's the one that's most polarizing. That's the one where I feel like Laker fans would be, yes, I think that's interesting, or absolutely not stay away from Russell Westbrook. If you want to react to what Steve just said, you can call into the show. You know, I'm I'm actually, Steve, um, I'm more of the – I fall more in the camp of – I think it could work, and I think it would be interesting. And I think Russell Westbrook gets disrespected way too much around the NBA, and people want to talk about just his flaws. The dude's been averaging a triple-double. He'll go grab you 11 to 15 rebounds in a game. Oh, by the way, he'll dish out 11 assists in a game. Um, I do agree with this. Nobody's here trying to tell you that Russell Westbrook's going to solve all your problems because... Uh, he can't hit a jumper, but he what he will do is he'll slash, he'll try to get to the basket. He'll find other ways to try to be effective. With all that being said, um, you know, Russell Westbrook wouldn't be my top choice. He wouldn't be the player that I thought would... If I had to pick between Russell Westbrook and DeMar DeRozan, I would rather have DeMar DeRozan. But I'm not one of those guys that um, I think they're the, the camp of Laker fans that are saying, I don't want to even talk about Westbrook. I don't even want to see this guy. See, I'm not one of those. I think Westbrook can be a, a, an incredible player on the Los Angeles Lakers. I will say this. You know, you're going to have the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. You're going to have the Golden State Warriors coming back this year with hopefully a healthy Klay Thompson. And oh, by the way, assets. They're not going to be a team that's going to sit back and say, oh, we'll wait a couple. No, no. They're almost, they're, they're, you, could, you could say they're in a similar boat as the Lakers got to go all in right now. And if the Golden State Warriors decided, okay, let's trade our high draft pick and our uh, James Wiseman, just using as an example. They also have Andrew Wiggins, which that contract can play into making some of these trades. Just using those as examples, some of the assets they have, 
I don't think they'd hesitate if they thought they can get another all-star caliber player. And I'm mentioning that because you got to have three stars, in my opinion, if you want to walk into this upcoming season and feel good about your chances. Lakers can win an NBA championship this year. With the roster that they, if they brought back the same roster as last season, which I don't think they will, and a lot of this chatter should make you think that that's not their game plan, they can definitely compete for a championship this upcoming season. But I don't know how good I'd feel about it. I want to, you know, I want them to be, um, I want them to be more bold with some of, you know, this potential offseason moves that they can make. All right, let me take another call here. Let's go to uh, George in LA. George, thank you for calling in, bud. What's going on? Oh, hi. Um, my thought is uh, the Lakers uh, should consider getting uh, Buddy Heald in exchange for Kuzma and KCP and then uh, seeing if they can pull off a sign-and-trade with Shooter and putting in uh, Montrezl Harrell, assuming he opts in, and then either pick or THD to get DeMar DeRozan. Can I say something, George? I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Everything that you just said right there, and I appreciate you calling in, the crazy, I don't know if crazy is the right word, word, but it's not unrealistic. Like what you just said is not unrealistic. Um, that if the Lakers were going to go after a guy like Buddy Heald, they probably can get something done. I Listen, the, the Shams report only mentioned, uh, it only mentioned uh, Kyle Kuzma. So I, I don't know what else comes with that. I, I don't know if it's, okay, and your number 22 pick and THC. I, I have no idea what else that they're looking to try to get for Buddy Hill. But it's not unrealistic what you mentioned. And the DeMar DeRozan one, you know why I know that one is not unrealistic? Because DeMar DeRozan said it himself. DeMar DeRozan was talking with Shannon Sharp earlier this morning, and they're having that conversation about potentially taking less money, trying to win trying to play for a contender what would it be like playing for your home team so I, I I'm I'm with you on this that the the two things that you just laid out are not unrealistic that that's the big thing a lot of the times when it comes to Lakers stories a lot of them are unrealistic I was listening to uh, Mason in Ireland uh, earlier today this afternoon and it, it was kind of funny it kind of dawned on me Mason was listing off the Lakers are in the running for Kyle Lowry, Bradley Beal, he just kind of went on and, you know, he was joking about it. But at the same time, it just kind of shows you every single article that comes out. So many of those articles find a way to tie it back to the Los Angeles Lakers. These ones that I'm talking about, I feel like are actually realistic. I, I feel like we could start the next season. What is preseason? October 2nd or something like that. It wouldn't be out of the ordinary to see DeMar DeRozan a part of the Lakers. All right, a couple more calls here. Let's go to Jake in La Crescetta. Jake, thank you for calling in, bud. You're on Lakers Talk. What's going on? Hi, I think yeah, I think it's Lee. Um, I agree with you about Demar Derozan. Uh, if we can get him, we're gonna have someone that can make buckets. I mean, it's automatic mid range, and uh, I think he will help the Lakers a lot. But uh, I, I was also wondering, what else can we get? Uh, can we also get Dwight Howard in a minimum? Just a thought. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it, Jake. Thank you for calling in, bud. Um, do you guys see this, by the way, since he just mentioned Dwight Howard? Uh, it looks like Jared Dudley is doing some, uh, Jared Dudley's doing some, um, uh, some recruiting for the Los Angeles Lakers. What was this? Dwight put out a video of him working out on Instagram, and uh, he just said on the, on the actual post, I want a parade, let's work. And then Jared Dudley responds to it, time to come home. So Dudley doing some recruiting in the background. We appreciate that from Jared Dudley. Uh, listen, uh, you know – 
I don't have to tell Laker fans. Um, I can't tell you. If I said one name between Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, Danny Green, and Dwight Howard, the four players that left this past offseason, if you want to throw in Avery Bradley as well, you can. You could say the five players that were no longer a part of the Lakers championship roster. Dwight Howard was by far mentioned most in the post-game show conversations I would have on Lakers talk or any of the social shows. Dwight Howard was by far mentioned the most. So I I don't know what Dwight's going to do. Maybe Dwight decides, hey, I like my chances in Philadelphia. I like backing up Joel Embiid. If that's the case, that's the case. But uh, like I mentioned, Jared Dudley trying to do a little bit of recruiting for the Lakers. Okay, a couple more calls here. Let's go to Frank in Woodland Hills. What's going on, Frank? Thank you for calling in. Hey, how are you? Uh, just quick note, I thought to producer about maybe bringing a Gallinari if possible and perhaps opening up the floor for some uh, three-point shooting, which I think the Lakers desperately need. And then on the defensive side, I, don't, I mean, you might think I'm crazy, but you can switch off uh, AD and Gallinari. Maybe Gallinari can play a little bit of the five and AD can play the four, and they can help each other out defensively because there's, like, so much length right there. That's just one quick thought. And is there any way we can get also Norman Powell from Portland? Is he available? I'm not 100% sure on that. I think he's actually an unrestricted free agent. Appreciate you calling in. I'll, I'll have to check to see, uh, Funches. Maybe you could check on uh, on Norman Powell. Um, Gallinari, if I'm right, I don't think he's going anywhere because he signed a three-year deal, I want to say, with the Atlanta Hawks. So he's under contract through 2023. I, I don't even think – I mean, Gallinari is a, is a nice player. He was good for Atlanta. I'd rather target one of these other players. I think one of these other players would be a better fit for the Lakers. I really do. You know, Anthony Davis is eventually, when push comes to shove, will play the five position or should play the five position. Um, but I, I think LeBron needs another weapon. He needs another weapon. I think LeBron James needs that guy that, um, you know, and, and just kind of listing off some of the names that, that we listed off. DeMar's the one that gets me most excited uh, just because I think the Kyle Lowry is going to be extremely difficult. Uh, some of these other guys I think are going to be challenges. But DeMar's one of those guys you can give him the ball and he could go get you 20 a night. He'll have a night where he goes off for 30. That's your third best player. Um, Lakers had nothing remotely close to that caliber of talent on this uh, on this past year's roster. And as I kind of keep going over this, and I know I've kind of said this a few different times, um, the Dennis Schroeder, that, that experiment doesn't seem like that's going to continue. Um, I, I, I put this out, and I, I'm going to read this off actually here real quick. Because um, it was interesting from what you heard yesterday with uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and then what you heard from Mark Stein as well. But NBA insider Mark Stein was on Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. He said the easiest thing would be re-signing Dennis Schroeder. But Dennis Schroeder wants crazy money. Dennis Schroeder thinks he's a $100 million player. He's already turned down an extension in the $80 millions, And the vibe from the Lakers really is, I think they'd rather move on from Schroeder. I don't, they, I don't think they see Schroeder as a starter. I think they like him as a six-man, but they want something more out of their main uh, backcourt guy. When I hear some of the names that we're talking about and I hear Dennis Schroeder, and I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm you know, going after Schroeder, but I don't want to see the same roster come back for the Lakers. I really don't. I'd be disappointed if it was a very similar roster. I'd be disappointed if Dennis Schroeder is your point guard. Not that if the Lakers were able to add another piece and Dennis Schroeder became your fourth best player, fifth best player, okay, you kind of figure it out. All right, how is that all going to work out? But Dennis Schroeder as your third best player, which is what he was this past season, uh, I think there's a lot of Laker fans that are hoping that doesn't happen. We'll see what's realistic, and we'll see what's unrealistic. Okay, two things I want to do when we come back. I'm going to take more of your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. 
JP, Jacob, Matt, Rick, all you guys wait on hold. I'll uh, I'll make sure to get to your calls. Plus, I want to get into something that I think is um, that I think is interesting. Um, I just listening to Woj yesterday say the Lakers are offering uh, KCP and Kyle Kuzma that those two guys have been up. Uh, he's he said, and we'll we'll play that sound. When we come back basically to the extent of they've been offered to a lot of these teams. I'm, I'm trying to think between those two players, which one is a better asset for the Lakers? If you're going to keep one of those two guys, who should the Lakers keep? So we'll do that as well coming up next. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. All right, just a reminder, top NBA stories coming up at 8 o'clock, 8.15. Brad Turner from the LA Times will join the show. Let's uh, go back out to the phones, take a few more phone calls. JP and Pico Rivera. JP, what's going on? Thank you for calling in, bud. Hey, Alan, how's it going? Good, um, man. Thanks for calling first in. Thing I want to say, hey, um, just to make it simple, I'm not excited about the Westbrook uh, coming to Lakers. You know, I, I love his talent, but I personally don't like him on the team. Um, with DeMar DeRozan, what I love about that is you have another guy that can get his own shot. And if you look at uh, the Nets, all three of those guys over there can get their own shots. So the Lakers would have that, and then maybe instead of getting rid of Kuzma for Buddy Hills, you can maybe flip them and look for a shooter. That way you got three guys that can get their own shot and then maybe get a shooter. And I understand well, what well, you're well, saying J- about JP, uh, JP, the, the, uh-huh. the Kuzma-Buddy Hill, there's your shooter. I mean, that's your uh, – Buddy Hield can shoot. Buddy Hield is a catch-and-shoot um, you know, it prefers to catch and shoot. I, I guess he's kind of forced with Sacramento trying to play off the dribble. But for the most part, that's your shooter. I mean, if you found a way, and I don't want to get too ahead of myself because there's a lot of things that have to happen, but DeMar can fit a need for the Lakers where um, if, you know, it's time to give LeBron a breather and you got DeMar DeRozan and Anthony Davis still in the game – that's a damn good combination, especially when teams are starting to go to their bench. Or if AD needs a a, a breather, and you got LeBron and Demar Derozan. I mean, there's just that that just gives the Lakers so many different options. And the dude, by the way, JP, thank you for calling in. Um, by the way, he's 31 years old. He's been in the league. This will be his 13th season. He wants to chase an NBA championship. There's certain guys that you want to get him at the right time of their career because they're hungry for a chip. That money is not the most important thing. I've said this before about some of the other players. Dennis Schroeder's trying to get paid. Montrez Harrell, um, it's important for him. And if he does opt into this contract because there isn't that much of a market for him, obviously he's worried about getting a contract. They're Guys between that 25, 28 age, you're making sure to try and get that contract. By the way, that doesn't mean at age 35 guys aren't trying to get paid like Kyle Lowry and Chris Paul. But the DeMar piece, I, I don't know. I, I can't find too many people that'd be as good of a fit than that. Jacob in San Pedro. Jacob, what's going on? You're on Lakers Talk. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Doing good, man. It's uh, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to this next couple of days and the next week for the Lakers. But a lot of oh, a yeah, lot so of big I, time, so I, a lot man. of big time players, Jacob, being uh, chattered uh, yes, or being is, talked man. about. I mean, I'm 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 kind of hoping we could flip Kuzma for Buddy Hield and get that outside shooter. Um, I know Spencer D. is um, out there. He said he wants to come to the Lakers. Uh, that would definitely solve our problems. Um, the Russell Westbrook thing, I'm not too high on, but. Uh, you know, if he's going to come in, he's a dog, man, and he plays. He has high energy, and uh, we could definitely make that work. Um, there's also some other, you know, scenarios we could do. I mean, Montreal Harrell, I wouldn't mind flipping him for something, too. You know, playoff basketball, he doesn't have the height to be in there. Jokic is going to eat him up. 
Um, but we, but you know what, man? I believe in Rob Palenka, man. He's pulled some trades off in the past. And if Dennis Schroeder wants to make $100 million, let him go somewhere else, man. He disappeared in the playoffs. But I definitely do not want to trade THT, man. He's a dog. He's getting better and better, and we need to keep him, man. Jacob, Lakers, Lakers, thank you Lakers, for calling Lakers. in. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you calling in. Let's actually, this is a perfect time right now. Um, I, I want to, you know, I, I when, when I hear the Dennis Schroeder go make your $100 million somewhere else, by the way, you might need Dennis Schroeder's help on this because you want to do work on some type of sign and trade. What uh, Jacob was mentioning too about Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, Brad Turner has sent out a tweet on this. Uh, guard Spencer Dinwiddie, who starred at Woodland Hills Taft High and California or in California, declined his player option for $12.3 million with Brooklyn to become an unrestricted free agent. Dinwiddie missed most of last season because of an ACL injury, has interest in joining the Lakers. He's 28, year old, 28 years old, by the way. He averaged a career-high 20 points a game in that 2019-2020 season. That was before um, Kevin Durant. Uh, KD was part of the team, but he wasn't healthy yet. Uh, so that just that's that shortened season that the NBA had. Um, so with all that being said, um, there are certainly a ton of names, but I want to I want to play this real quick because Adrian Wojnarowski did his uh, podcast with Zach Lowe, and according to Woj, the Lakers have literally offered Kyle Kuzma and KCP to every team I've talked to. Let, let's take a quick listen to this. This is uh, Woj with Zach Lowe. They cannot replace him if he leaves. They have literally offered Kyle Kuzma and KCP to almost almost every team I've talked to in the league has been offered some combination of Kuz and KCP, sometimes both of them, one of them. And that's not going to get them back a point guard of of uh, of Dennis's uh, stature. And so I think, listen, he's got options again, Chicago, New York. I still think in the end. There's a deal to be made for him to stay with the Lakers uh, because all of a sudden now you're talking about could we go get Ricky Rubio, like some good players, but I still think Schroeder is a player who who moves the needle and let's get him out of a COVID season, get him back with a training camp with this team, and, and it's probably going to look a lot different. And they need another playmaker to take some of the load from LeBron. That was the idea. They badly need that playmaker to be able to shoot better than Dennis Schroeder can shoot and shot last year finding that player is going to be very difficult for them. You can start making up double sign-in trades with Schroeder for another free agent point guard. Those are very complicated deals. So that's Zach Lowe and uh, and Woj yesterday. It's interesting to hear Woj make that case for Dennis Schroeder, but I want to go back to what he said at the start. Kyle Kuzman, KCP, um, to every team I've talked to in the league, the Lakers have literally offered those two players. These were two guys that signed – um, they're three years, $13 million a year. I think both were similar contracts, $39 million, $40 million, somewhere around there. Um, I, I think that, that that that's interesting to me because, you know, if you have the opportunity to keep one of those players, keep Kuzma or keep KCP, who has the higher upside, who's the player that you think is a better fit, and you might have to lose both of those players to go out and get maybe a Buddy Heald or some of these other, you know, offers that we're talking about, trades that we're talking about, signing trades. I, I, I'm actually more high on the KCP front. I, I, I find myself more and more thinking that Kyle Kuzma could have it, – it's time for that relationship with with the Lakers and Kyle Kuzma. I think he's going to go into his fifth season. It'd be good for Kuz to get a different opportunity on a younger team with a lot more playing time and kind of get that chance with another squad. 
And I think it'd be good for the Lakers to go get vets, go get a veteran. That's the one thing that I've been saying, and I, I won't stop on this. I want to see the Lakers get vets. And I know I'm kind of speaking out of both sides when I say well, Buddy Hill would be a good fit, but that's under circumstances where you think a guy like DeMar was here or something along those lines. Okay, we got our top NBA stories coming up next. Just a quick little layout here for the 8 o'clock hour. Top NBA stories. Then Brad Turner from the LA Times will get the latest of what he's heard, things that things that he thinks are realistic and unrealistic with some of the different names that we went through. 8.30, um, we'll, uh, we'll continue to have the conversation with the Lakers, and I'll take more of your guys' phone calls there. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. I'm Alan Sliwa. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN.